0: Good evening, I am Rabbi Matthew Reimer, and I welcome our listeners on WRBH to join Congregation Temple Sinai for our Kol Nidre service for this eve of Yom Kippur. This inspiring service on Judaism's most sacred night of the year will be led by myself, Matthew Remer, and by the temple's cantor, Joel Coleman, assisted by organist, Dr. Marcus St. Julian, cellist, Mr. David Rosen, and the Temple Sinai choir. The service will begin with the Kol Nidre prayer sung by our cantor and choir, while our Temple's past Presidents carry our sacred Torah scrolls to take their place before the Holy Ark. This broadcast is generously underwritten by the Ferber Family Fund of HOMA in cooperation with the Jewish Endowment Foundation of Louisiana. It is also being seen on our Temple's live stream at www.tempelsinaino.org, a gift from the Levy Family Fund. Further details about our Temple's services throughout the year, classes for all ages, and programs are available on the Temple's
1: website. Lots of tick. your shrill love seem cold your seem
0: top of page 14. Yom Kippur, the Jewish people's festival of the soul, and Kol Nidre, its sacred portal. A night of deep emotions, a night, as the psalmist wrote, to rejoice with trembling. We rejoice at the sound of Kol Nidre, Rhythmic words of release from vows, oaths, and promises to God we fail to keep. We tremble at the melody, music of spiritual amazement. It fills us with awe as we stand before God and Torah. We rejoice that we stand together, strengthened by community in this hour of shared weakness and humility. We tremble. For tonight we confess our flaws, admit our imperfection, and acknowledge a power far beyond our understanding. We rejoice that we commit ourselves to great endeavors because we feel so deeply and think so nobly. We tremble for we find that our ideals are far greater than our ability, our promises surpass our might. We rejoice in the freedom that is Kol Nidre's true gift, the freedom to begin a new year without fear of failure, to aspire to be God's image in the world. We tremble because we are mortal. We rejoice in our gratitude for life. We rejoice with trembling and enter Kol Nidre to face our humanity. Words for Colney Dre on page 18.
1: Omidre ve asore ve karamei ve
0: together in the middle of the page all vows resolves and commitments vows of abstinence and terms of obligation sworn promises and oaths of dedication that we promise and swear to God and take upon ourselves from this day of atonement until next day of atonement may it find us well We regret them and for all of them we repent. Let all of them be discarded and forgiven, abolished and undone. They are not valid and they are not binding. Our vows shall not be vows, our resolves shall not be resolves, and our oaths shall not be our oaths. Continuing our service, turning back to page nine, we invite up the Dodd family to kindle our Yom Tov lights.
1: Baruch atah Hanunai, Eloheinu melech ha'alam, asheh kedushanu memitzvotav, ve'tzivanu lehadlikne, lehadlikne, shel yom ha'kuparit.
0: The following was written by a recently freed prisoner. Please God, when I ride home on the train, help me to keep myself straight and strong as those tracks of steel. Help me to remember God, when I walk in my front door, how many times I walked through a different kind of door, a three inch door with bars of steel. When I walk through the park and breathe fresh air and hear the laughter of kids, help me, God, to appreciate how sweet freedom is. When I cash my first paycheck and stop on my way home to buy a shirt or shoes, help me, God, to appreciate my independence. That's about it, God, and if you don't mind my asking, please don't judge me for what I was, but for what I can be. That little phrase captures the dramatic mood of Yom Kippur. We will spend much of the next 24 hours enumerating our sins and transgressions. We will tell God what we were. We will describe where we have fallen short. At the same time, we will not surrender to despair and hopelessness and declare that all is lost. That sin is irredeemable and that we are doomed. We want to be judged for what we can be, not for what we were in the past. We turn ahead to page 20. All shall be forgiven, the entire community of Israel, and the stranger who lives in their midst, for all have gone astray in error. Moses prayed to God, as you have been faithful to this people ever since Egypt, please forgive their failings now in keeping with your boundless love. Top of page twenty two, we rise for the Barku. Standing, turning ahead to page 28 for the watchword of our faith, the Shema.
2: We continue on page 30 with the Ve'ahavta. Please join me.
1: Ve'ahavta et Adonai Elohecha ve'kol avacha ve'kol nafshaka u've'kol me'odeka ve'hayu asher nochi mitzavaka ha'yom halivavecha Besch hinntam livanach fa bidabata bam beschte kha bewita kha muv lachte kha vaterfer u schochbeka uf kumach kha u schartam leo ho twaeta kha totafo hot mein enna kha uchtab tam amisusot beta kha Lemontiskeru, Vasitam, Echo meets Votai, Yetam Kedosheim, Lelohekam, Ani Adonai Lohekam, Asher Hotse Tiakam, Meadets meets Rahim, the Otlaham, Leloheim, Ani Adonai Lohekam.
2: We continue on page thirty eight. Truth and faith, these are fundamental to our existence. God alone is their source, and we are Israel, a people of God. Our sovereign saves us from tyranny, redeems us from its violence through countless wonders, from its brutality through great feats beyond measure. Together, we We are are Israel, a people of God, the giver of life, who would not let our feet give way, the maker of miracles for us against Pharaoh, of signs and portents in the land of Egypt, the one who brought our people Israel from its midst to enduring freedom. <laughs> witness to this heroic might the people of the people thanked and praised God by name, freely accepting the reigns of heaven. Then Moses and Miriam and all Israel sang to you this song of utter joy, of all that is worshiped, is there another like you, maker of wonder who is like you, in holiness sublime, evoking awe and praise. When your children saw your sovereign might, the splitting of the sea before Moses and Miriam, they responded, this is my God. And they said, the eternal will reign till the end of time. As it is written, Adonai will save Jacob and redeem him from one stronger than himself. Baruch atah Adonai, Ga'al Yisrael. Blessed are you in our lives, Eternal One, who redeemed Israel. We continue on page 43. When despair for the world grows in me, and I wake in the night at the least sound in fear of what my life and my children's lives may be, I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water and the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things who do not tax their lives with forethought or of grief, and I come into the presence of still water, and I feel above me the day-blind stars waiting with their light. For a time, I rest in the
0: grace of the world and am free. We turn ahead to page 46 as we rise for the Amidah. Adonai, open my lips, that my mouth may declare your praise. On the bottom of page 48, you are the source of blessing, Adonai, our God, and God of our fathers and mothers together, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and God of Jacob, God of Sarah, God of Rebecca, God of Rachel, and God of Leah. Exalted God, dynamic in power, inspiring awe, God sublime, creator of all, yet you offer us kindness, recall the loving deeds of our fathers and mothers, and bring redemption to the children's children, acting in love for the sake of your name. Remember us for life, sovereign God who treasures life. Inscribe us in the book of life, for your sake, God of life. Sovereign of, of salvation, salvation, pillar of protection, prayer. Baruch Atah Adonai, Magein Avraham,
2: Vizrat Sarah.
0: Your life-giving power is forever, Adonai, on page 50. With us in life and in death, you liberate and save cause due, due to, to descend, descend, and with, with mercy, mercy abundant, lovingly nurture all life. From, from life, life to, to death, death, you are the force that flows without end. You support the falling, heal the sick, free the imprisoned and confined. You are faithful even to those who rest in the dust. Power beyond power, from whom salvation springs, sovereign over life and death, who is like you. Merciful God, who compares with you. With tender compassion, you remember all creatures for life. Faithful and true, worthy of our trust. You sustain our immortal yearnings. In you, we place our undying hopes. Baruch atah Adonai, Adonai, mechaye hakol. We turn ahead to page 62. In your love, eternal our God, you have given us this Yom Kippur, a day on which our wrongs are forgiven with love, a day of sacred assembly, a day to be mindful of our people's going out from Egypt, Eloheinu v'elehevatenu v'imotenu, our God and God of the generations before us. May a memory of us ascend to come before you. May it be heard and seen by you, winning your favor in reaching your awareness. Together with the memory of our ancestors, the memory of your sacred city, Jerusalem, and the memory of your people, the family of Israel, may we be remembered for safety, well-being, and favor for love and compassion, for life and for peace, on this day of atonement. On the top of page sixty-four. Zochreinu Adonai lohenu Bolatova together. Amen. Uv'ogdeinu v'olivracha Amen. V'hochienu v'olechaim Amen. Eternal, our God, remember us. Amen. amen be mindful of us amen and redeem us for a life of goodness and blessing amen amen please be seated a man was walking down the street when he suddenly fell into a hole It's too steep for him to climb out, so he waits until someone walks by and he calls out to the first person. A doctor walks by and the man says, hey doc, doc, can you help me out? I've fallen into this hole and I can't get out. The doctor writes a prescription, throws it into the hole and continues walking. Next, a rabbi walks by and the man says, rabbi, please, I've I've fallen into this hole and I'm stuck. Could you help me out? The rabbi writes down a prayer, throws it into the hole and says, here you are, and keeps walking. A friend of the man walks by and the man says, hey, Joe, Joe, I fell into this hole and I'm stuck. Could you you please help me out? So Joe immediately jumps into the hole. To which his friend says, what what did you do that for? Now we're both stuck in this hole. To which Job replies, right. But I've been in this hole before. And I know the way out. We come to a moment of silence and we've come to this moment before. Some of us know exactly what we're going to do with this moment. We know exactly the words that we're going to say to ourselves, exactly the words that we hope will be heard. And some of us aren't sure. Some of us have trouble finding the words. Some of us wonder if the words will be heard at all. Joe is reminding us that we are not alone, even when we feel lonely. Let's take a few moments for silence.
2: The words for Ritzeh can be found on page 72.
1: (laughs) Ritzeh Adonai Eloheinu Be'am Yisrael filo tombeo avo och wkhnenu schofoch olenu we're sure
0: part, Judaism looks upon human nature in a positive vein. Yet, Judaism is not Pollyannish. It recognizes what it calls our yetzer Hara, our proclivity to do evil, our tendency to be selfish and ego-driven. The goal is by performing mitzvot, good deeds, and studying Torah to help our yetzer Hatov, our good impulse, win over the Yetzir Hara, in the battle for our soul. Many writers have recognized our dual nature. Dostoevsky, writing in his novel A Raw Youth, describes the human being's faculty of cherishing in his soul the loftiest ideal side by side with his greatest baseness, and all quite sincerely. Likewise, the prominent psychiatrist and best-selling author M. Scott Peck in his book the road less traveled, wrote that we all have a healthy self and a sick self. Rabbi Chaim Vital, 16th century author on Jewish ethics, wrote that in addition to God having implanted within us a good impulse, God also placed the Yetzer Hara. But that the Yetzer Hatov is encased in a shell and it is extremely difficult to reach. This is our human dilemma to change for the better from our worst parts to our best, from our Yetzir Hara to our Yetzir Hatov. It is easier to accomplish this formidable task when we recognize its difficulty. Thus, we include in the Al Alchit Litany the prayer for forgiveness for the times when our worst part got the better of all of us. Turning ahead to page 82, we rise for our vidui, our confession. Eloheinu v'elohea votenu imotenu. Our God and God of all generations, may our prayers reach your presence. And when we turn to you, do not be indifferent. Adonai, we are arrogant and stubborn, claiming to be blameless and free of sin. In truth, we have stumbled and strayed, we have done wrong. VELOHEY NO,
1: VELOHEY WA VOTEY So, the ve'loch On
0: the bottom of the page of these wrongs, we are guilty. We betray, we steal, we scorn, we act perversely.
2: We are cruel, we scheme, we are violent, we slander. We devise evil, we lie, we ridicule, we disobey. We abuse, we defy, we corrupt, we commit crimes. We are hostile, we are stubborn, we are immoral, we kill. We spoil, we go astray we lead others
0: astray. We turn ahead for our long confession on page 86. Please be seated. Al ched shichatanu lefanecha together in the English. The ways we, we have wronged you, wronged you, deliberately, you deliberately and, and by, by mistake. mistake. And, and harm, harm we, we have caused, caused in your, your world through the world the of our own. mouths. Al lefanecha. The ways we have wronged you by hardening and our hearts and, and harm, harm we, have we have caused in your, your world through, through careless speech. Al lefanecha. The, the ways we, we have, have wronged you through lies and deceit and the harm we have we caused have in your, your world through gossip and rumor. The ways we have wronged
2: you by judging others unfairly, and harm we have caused in your world through disrespect to parents and
0: teachers. The ways we have wronged you through
2: insincere apologies, and harm we have caused in your world by mistreating a friend or neighbor. The ways we have wronged you through violence and abuse, and harm we have caused in your world through dishonesty and
0: business. For all these failures of
2: judgment and will, God of forgiveness, forgive us,
0: pardon us, lead us to atonement. The ways we have wronged you openly and secretly, and harm we have caused in your world by losing self control. The ways we have wronged you through sexual immorality, and harm we have caused in your world through consumption of food and drink. The ways we have wronged you by giving in to our hostile impulses. And harm, and harm we have caused you in, your in your world through, through greed and exploitation. Al Khait Shekhatanu Lefanecha. The ways we, we have wronged you through cynicism and scorn. And,
2: and harm, harm we have caused
0: you in, your in your world through arrogant behavior. Al Khait Shekhatanul, the ways we, we have wronged you by hating without cause, and, and harm we have, have caused you in your, your world through offensive speech the ways we have wronged you with a slanderous tongue and harm we have caused in your world through a selfish or petty spirit for all these failures of judgment and will God forgive us forgive, forgive, us. forgive pardon us pardon us lead us to atonement
1: The first time that
2: We turn to page 98 for Shema Kolenu. Hear our call, Adonai, our God. Show us compassion. Accept our prayer with love and goodwill. Take us back, Adonai. Let us come back to you. Renew our days as in the past. Hear our words, Adonai. Understand our unspoken thoughts. May the speech of our mouth and our heart's quiet prayer be acceptable to you, Adonai, our rock and our redeemer. Do not cast away from your presence or cut us off from your Holy Spirit. Do not cast us away when we are old as our strength diminishes. Do not forsake us. Do not forsake us, Adonai. Be not far from us, our God. With hope, Adonai, we await you. Surely you, Adonai, our God, you will answer.
1: Shema, 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 shema Quando yameinu Odeshi omey no keke
0: Our prayer of our season is Avinu Malkainu. We turn to page 112 and we rise. <clears throat> Avinu Ha ha'erlanu et derech chayinu. Avinu, Avinu Malkainu. Illumine for, for us, us the path of our own. life. Together, Avinu Malkinu, how shall we find the strength to take the road less traveled by? Avinu Malkinu, how shall we come to know the purpose of our existence? Avinu Malkinu, how shall we learn not to live life in vain? Avinu Malkinu, how shall we get out of our indifference? Avinu Malkinu, how shall we distinguish between truth and falsehood? Avinu Malkeinu, how shall we find the answers to our questions? Avinu Malkeinu, how shall we gird ourselves with strength to seek answers? Avinu Malkeinu, be gracious to us, answer us, empower us, and give us courage, for the answers are both in you and with you. Avi no
1: mokheno, shemakol leinu. Avi no mokheno, katanul fonnercha. Avi no mokheno, with the vino ma no avino avino le nu ovinu Shema <laughs> Kolenu,
0: day in the neighborhood a beautiful day for a neighbor would you be mine could you be mine I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like you I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you so let's make the most of this beautiful day since we're together We might as well say, would you be mine, could you be mine, won't you be my neighbor, won't you please, won't you please, please won't you be my neighbor. Hi neighbor, do you remember this song? I think most of you do. Do you remember where you were sitting when you heard this song? Maybe you were in the kitchen preparing dinner and heard this song in the background. Maybe you were a child, a parent, a grandparent, maybe more than one of those. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood aired on PBS for almost 40 years, and this is how Fred Rogers began each and every episode. You remember, don't you? With a piano trill in the background, the front door swung open, and in walked Mr. Rogers' suit and tie, singing those familiar opening words. He walked over to the closet, hung up his jacket, and took out the most famous cardigan in the world. He sat down and changed his shoes into loafers, all the while he sang to us, inviting us into his neighborhood. Generations of children began their afternoon with this simple yet profoundly beautiful ritual. I was one of those children. So were many of you. And that invitation took us into a world of curiosity, imagination, friendship, all with the same purpose, to remind us that we were special. The gospel of Mr. Rogers was meant to remind us that we mattered. That we had an essential and necessary place in this world; that each of us could make a difference. Have you heard of Rabbi Simcha Bunam of Pshishka? That's a real place in central Poland. While Rogers made out of studied the work of Rabbi Simcha, there are striking similarities between the two. Rabbi Simcha Bunam was a lumber, a lumber merchant and a pharmacist. He was also a great scholar. There is a famous story about Rabbi Simcha. He used to say, every person should have two pockets. In one, there should be written a note that says, Bishvelin ivraha olam, for me, the world was created. I am wonderful. I can do anything. I am special. When do we take out and read this note? For me, the world was created. Rabbi Simcha would suggest when we are feeling doubtful, and fragile and unsure of ourselves. When we need a hand to be lifted up, when we are feeling timid and anxious and vulnerable, so would Mr. Rogers. It might be when you walk into a room and you don't know anyone. Did any of our younger friends feel this way a few weeks ago for the first day of school? When we need a boost, for me the world was created, you can do anything, be anything, You matter. Rabbi Simcha and Mr. Rogers fully understood that we need this reminder early and often. That voice, that note, that song telling us just how special we are. But remember, Rabbi Simcha taught that we should have two pockets with two notes. Upon the second note is written, "Anochi Afar Afer. I am but dust and ashes. Note one, for me the world was created. I am wonderful. I can do anything. Anything is possible in my life. Note two, I am but dust and ashes. I am nothing. I have done nothing. I am humble. I am small. Hey, Rabbi... I didn't come here this evening for you to tell me that I am nothing. Friends, I'm not saying that. Nor am I saying that everyone gets a trophy for participating. Keep listening. These are the two extremes. We live between these two notes. The extremes are meant to remind us when we feel alone or haughty, when we we feel anxious or cocky, when we are full of ourselves or when we feel insignificant. But right here, right here in the middle, this is our sweet spot. This is our humanity. And this is the absolute brilliance, the extraordinary wisdom of Rabbi Simcha and the timelessness and timeliness of the gospel of Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers told every single child they were special, that every child makes today a special day by being present, By being him or herself, being reminded of this was not meant to set one on a path of vapidity or self-absorption. Rather, it sets each child up to see that they can make an impact on this world in various ways. Like all the other billions of boys and girls in the world. Because it is about the doing. The extremes are about the being. The sweet spot is about the doing. la l'arecha kamocha. Many congregations throughout the world read these words from the book of Leviticus tomorrow afternoon. Love your neighbor as yourself. It is perhaps the most famous of all commandments in the entire Torah, and when you think about it, the most challenging. It seems so simple on its face. Three little words. la l'arecha kamocha. And yet the more we stare at them, the more questions they raise. Who is your neighbor? And how much do you have to love them? Do you really have to care for their well-being as much as you care for your own? And perhaps most troubling of all, can we even be commanded to love in the first place? God can place obligations on our actions, but does God have jurisdiction over our hearts and our minds? This is not just a modern quandary. Jews throughout the generations have struggled to understand this commandment, its meaning and its boundaries. This tension is seen in the famous statement of Rabbi Hillel, who lived nearly 2,000 years ago. He restated this commandment as, "...that which is hateful to you, do not do to your neighbor." Hillel takes the commandment out of the realm of emotion, and reframes it in terms of actions. You must treat others in the way to be treated. Too bumper stickerish for you? That's why we include the emotion as oh. well. So let's go back to Mr. Rogers. He's been in the news lately as a new documentary. with My neighbors in theaters throughout the country. Lee and I actually took the girls to see another documentary. There was a preview for this. I haven't seen the movie, but if it's anything like the preview, I look forward to seeing it. In a recent op-ed piece for the New York Times, David Brooks wrote, The is in Rogers' radical kindness, a time when public kindness is scarce. The pressure of living in a time such as ours gets released in that theater as we are reminded that, oh yeah, That's how people can be. Moral elevation gains strength when it's scarce. In a profile for Esquire magazine, a story is told of when Rogers met a 14-year-old boy with a cerebral palsy. And that cerebral palsy often left him unable to walk or talk. Rogers asked the boy to pray for him. The boy was thunderstruck. He had been the object of prayers countless times, but nobody had ever asked him to pray for them. The reporter writing the story complimented Rogers on cleverly boosting the boy's self-esteem. But Rogers, an ordained Presbyterian minister, responded, Oh, no, no, heavens, no. I didn't ask him for his prayers for him. I asked for me. I asked him because I think that anyone who has gone through challenges like that must be very close to God. And here is the radicalism that infused Fred Rogers' show. That the child is closer to God than the adult. That the sick are closer to God than the healthy. That the marginalized are closer to God than the celebrated. Mr. Rogers' sweet spot was making anyone, everyone, feel like his neighbor. He reached out to those around him, to all of us, and helped us feel how he knew we deserved to feel. There's another version of our love your neighbor commandment. Just a few verses later, it may shed some light on the challenge of how to make sense of it all. The stranger who resides with you in your land, you shall not wrong him. He shall be to you as one of your citizens. You shall love him as yourself, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. At first, this seems even more challenging. Not only are we to love our neighbors, but also the stranger who is residing in our midst. And not only that, we should see them as being the same as our own citizens. How would that even be possible? For you were strangers in the land of Egypt. Is it not possible that this simple reminder, a reminder, by the way, that appears 36 times throughout the Torah, can reframe our image? That it causes us to look at strangers in our midst differently? Bible scholar Jacqueline Lapsley explains we are commanded to remember what being a stranger feels like and are then commanded to ascribe those feelings imaginatively to the stranger, which takes form in practical action. Emotional imagination. We pass the homeless person on the street and we do not just read the cardboard sign. We try to imagine the story that led them to this moment. Are the hardships they have faced anything like the hardships we have faced in our lives. Where do our stories diverge? Thinking this way might change how we see them. When we put their suffering in conversation with our own, we stretch our empathetic muscles. And when those muscles expand, there is a little more room in our hearts. Emotional imagination, empathetic thinking, radical kindness. We stop seeing the people around us as strangers and start seeing them as re'echa, as our neighbors. And when we can imagine them with empathy, yes, we can start to love them. Educational theorist Sir Ken Robinson says that imagination is one of the key elements of being human. The ability to creatively imagine someone else's story is the defining characteristic of our humanity. Perhaps this is what Genesis means when it says that God created human beings, but selam Elohim, in the divine image, in the imagination of God. When we think of our commandment, Veahafta larecha kamocha, love your neighbor as yourself, we tend to get hung up on the complexities of the first word, love. But perhaps we should shift our attention to the last word, kamocha, as yourself. We know ourselves to be complex beings made up of a myriad of stories. Can we employ our imagination to extend that same honor to other people, to imagine them complexly? Can we picture pieces of our own stories in theirs? And will doing this change how we feel about them? Literature scholar Elaine Scary says that the human capacity to injure other people is very great precisely because our capacity to imagine other people is very small. Our work, the work of faith, is to try and stretch that imaginative capacity. But friends, when we look at the world right here in our own country, we see exactly how easy it is to injure and and how challenging it is to love the stranger. This past July 4th, a 91-year-old man in Los Angeles was beaten with a brick while his attacker, a 30-year-old woman, yelled at him to go back to his country. The man was a legal permanent resident. On the same day, a man in North Carolina demanded to see the ID of an African-American woman before she could enter a community pool to which she belonged. After she wouldn't show her ID, he called the police and demanded that she be arrested. A few weeks earlier, in Chicago, a 62-year-old man yelled and pushed a 24-year-old woman, telling her to go back to her country because of the shirt she was wearing. The shirt was the Puerto Rican flag. Do you think I have more examples I could share? you know I do. According to an analysis by the Center for the Study of Hate and Extremism at California State University San Bernardino, hate crimes reported to police in America's 10 largest cities rose 12 and a half percent in 2017. The increase was the fourth consecutive annual rise in a row and the highest total in over a decade. We need that imaginative capacity now more than ever. There are studies that clearly link empathy to acting ethically and morally. We are more likely to treat other people well if we can find ways to empathize with them. Again, here we are told how to act because we can understand their feelings, their hearts, Rabbi Emanuel Rachman has called this empathetic justice, a moral posture to the world that is rooted in our emotional imagination. And boy, do we need empathetic justice today, yesterday, tomorrow, the day after that, and the day after that. We are living in a world where it is getting harder and harder to imagine our neighbors And it is clearly getting harder and harder to welcome the stranger. Our challenges with what to do about civil discourse, immigration, poverty, and conflicts all over the world are rooted in our ability to imagine strangers and our neighbors complexly with emotional imagination and radical kindness. But this is exactly why we need our original commandment. As I said earlier, we are told 36 times in the Torah to care for the stranger. Because we need the reminder. So maybe Mr. Rogers' vision of a neighborhood with only beautiful days seems particularly far off at this moment. And perhaps not even achievable. The discord and disgust between political parties has made us distrustful of our neighbors, even hate our neighbors, if they don't think and look and sound exactly like us. And this hatred causes our anxieties to grow and make us fearful. And fear undoubtedly hardens our hearts. But we know that we are commanded to try and transform that fear back into love. We are commanded to let our hearts be open so that they can shape our actions. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood was filmed in Pittsburgh, and the city takes great pride in one of their heroes. Recently, one of Pittsburgh's residents, Craig Tuchek, has been hanging posters around the city with the the message, Be the Neighbor Mr. Rogers Would Want You to Be, to inspire people to see themselves in their neighbors to use our emotional imaginations, our empathetic justice, our radical kindness, to focus on the sweet spot between the extremes of, for me, the world was created, and I am but dust and ashes. What kind of neighbor will you be in 5779? It's such a good feeling. To know you're alive, a happy feeling, you're growing inside. And when you wake up ready to say, I think I'll make a snappy new day. It's such a good feeling, a very good feeling. The feeling you know that I'll be back when the day is through. And I'll have more ideas for you. And you'll have things you'll want to talk about. I will too. Shana tovah, neighbor. May it be a happy, healthy, sweet, and radically kind new year for all of us. Amen. We turn in our prayer books to page one hundred seventeen and we rise for Elenu. <clears throat>
1: Alenu Lishapeakla told Hakol, a taid Gidula Yotse, her breached Sheloa Sano Kogaye Harat Velo Samanu Kamishpahot Hadamah, Shelo Sam Halkenu Kahem, Vego Hamonam, Vanah nu Korahim, Umishtah of him, Umodim, Leaf
0: our thoughts turn to our loved ones, whom death has recently taken from us in recent days, and those who died at this season in years past. Our hearts open as well to the wider circle of loss in our community and wherever grief touches the human family may their memories be a blessing in this new year and always on the top of page 122 we read the words of mourners Kaddish. Yid kadal v'yid kadash shemei rabba v'alma divrach hirute v'amlich machute v'cha'yachon v'yomechon v'cha'yei d'chol Bagala vizman kari vimru amen. Yehe shme rabbam varach laulam o mea maya. Yit barach vish tabach vid paar vidromam vietnase. Vita dar vita le vita laush me dukutsha brechu. Laela min kobechata tush Tushbechata verechemata. Dame ran belma vimru amen. Yehe shnomoraba min shamaya vachaim. Aleinu Yisrael O say shalom hu yaseh shalom. Aleinu Yisrael Amen. May the source of peace bestow peace on all who mourn, and may we be a source of comfort to all who are bereaved, and together we say, Amen. Please be seated. We turn to page 126
2: for our concluding song. Adon Olam, we will be singing verses 1,
1: 2, and 5. Adon Olam, Hashem Allah, Beterim ko, yitzir nivra, Nied na hasab, et hefzakbo, the <tries> Simonicra Vea Kitlo Taco, Livato Yim Loch Nora Vehohove, Vehovah, 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 betifara Vehovah, 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 Vehovah,
0: Please rise. Our God and God of our ancestors, eternal God of all generations, may your presence in our lives this new year renew our spirits and renew our strength. May it be a good year. May it be a sweet year, Tikatevu Mandenu. May you be inscribed and sealed for a good year for each of us. Amen, Amen. With the support of the Ferber Family of Homa Foundation, the Jewish Endowment Foundation of Louisiana, the Levy Family Foundation, and Temple Sinai, we thank you for joining us in worship for this Kol Nidre service on the eve of Yom Kippur, the Jewish Day of Atonement. Temple Sinai is located at 6227 St. Charles Avenue at Calhoun Street. Further information about New Orleans's largest and first reformed Jewish house of prayer is available on its website, www.TempleSinaiNO.org, or by simply calling 504-861-3693. All are welcome. On behalf of myself, Rabbi Reimer, Cantor Coleman, Rabbi Cohn, and the entire Temple Sinai family, our very best wishes to you and your loved ones for a sweet and blessed new year.